What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And Happy New Year to all of you. Uh, This is January 5th, 2015, as this podcast is being created. And I'll tell you, it's, it's exciting. This time of the year is just exciting, and I think, and here's why. Because New Year, the thought of a new year for many people is like a clean slate. It's like a gift to renew your energy and your motivation. For some, I've got, I've got new coaching clients who've come on board and said, this is like my gift to myself to kind of start over. And, and they're very excited about starting 2015 in a more optimistic, hopeful way. And for some of you, it may be, wow, 2014 and 13 or whatever were great. And now this is, this is my time to go to the next level, to take it a notch or two or a million notches higher than, than you already have. And I've got a lot of clients going there too. So I guess it just depends on, on what end of the spectrum you're on. And, 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 you know, of course there's that far, far end of the spectrum where people have given up hope, where it's too 2015, it's the new year, and and for them it's just, you know, the lack of another milestone. It's just sadness because they didn't achieve anything in, in 2014 or, or you know, it, 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 was, it was a horrible year for them or what have you. So no matter where you are on that spectrum, today's show can help you to to either capture or hold on to the motivation for change. And, and change is not easy for some people. Change is pretty difficult for a lot of people. I'll tell you, I get stuck sometimes too when I, when I think of change and, and I think of stepping out on a limb and taking more risk or putting myself out there. And I have to work my stuff. You know, I have to walk my walk and talk my talk. I've got to pull out the tools that I pull out for my clients and, and, uh, work with my coach and, and really feel like I'm kind of going back to some sort of an emotional drawing board. So <laughs> if that's you, you know, don't feel discouraged. People everywhere run across those emotions sometimes. They get stuck, they get worried, they get frightened. Even the most successful people get there from time to time. The difference is that they have learned how to pull themselves up by the bootstraps and and get back out there again. And, And that's pretty similar to what I was just saying, where I have to pull out my tools. You know, we have the tools. And so I'm here on the Million Dollar Mindset to offer you more tools so that you can either pull yourself back up or pull yourself up either way. And that's what today's show is about. So so here's what we're looking at. In, in the first part of the show, I want to share with you some deeper insights on this week's Inc. article. And you know, if you listen often, that you'll find my articles over at inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen 
Tabaka, T-A-B-A-K-A. And oftentimes my show are, is an extension of those articles so that we can get into a deeper uh, conversation about really how to make my my stuff work for you or what you can draw from from my insights and uh, to make it work in your own fashion. So so that's what this is about. And then later in the show, I want to work with you on some, you know, just uh, some insights that I have about successful people and how they think and how they stay motivated so that maybe you can pick up a few things that you don't already do and start adding those to your to your self-help repertoire, if you will. So so that's the plan for the Million Dollar Mindset Radio today. And I am, again, Marla Tabaka, always so happy to be with you, always on Million Dollar Mindset. So, so here we go. So, you know, number one, think about this plan that you have for your life or your business. If you're like many people, about 50% of the people in this country, in the U.S., um, actually, let me back up on that. I'm not sure if that statistic is exclusive to the U.S., but I know that 50% of people create New Year resolutions and goals. But sadly, as I said on last week's show, only 8% seem to manage to achieve those. And that is just, to me, a tragic statistic. So, and I think this is one of the reasons that 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 is so true, is that we create great plans for our businesses and for, you know, the things we want to change. But we don't create any plan to keep ourselves motivated, to keep ourselves in high gear at work and and in that taking care of ourselves place when we're outside of work. We don't initiate any any motivation for that, any plan for that. So, you know, you need a boost. You need some tips to stay motivation and motivated. And that's what we're going to be doing today. So, you know, we're going to make 2015 a stellar year for you. Okay. So we're creating a plan for you to capture and maintain that motivation. Now, the first thing is, and you, if you listen to the show, you have heard me say this a million times if you've heard me say it once because, oh my gosh, just my experience in working with entrepreneurs and my personal experience just says that this is 100% true. Okay, I'm going to back up. 95% true. I have worked with entrepreneurs who haven't done this and are still successful, but it's such in a such, such small minority. So the first thing you have to do is determine your motivating force, your, your why, some people call it, the passion behind it. I call it the vision beyond the vision. So if you go to inc.com and you just go into the search box and type in my name and vision beyond the vision, you'll see the article I wrote explaining more about what I mean by that. But basically, it's a reason. You must have a reason to want to succeed. And that reason has to touch the deepest, deepest level of your being. It has to make you feel, okay? Now, this is difficult for people who are guarded and who don't necessarily... um, fashion this into their design to tap into their passion. But I'll tell you what, 
to the best of your ability, you have to feel passionate about the why behind the what you're doing. So many businesses make the mistake of doing the what first. What do we want to do? Oh, we want to design an app. We want to design a program that we want to make a wholesale website for women's clothing. We want, we want, but they don't go into the why they want to do that. The why that touches their heart. So before you begin every project, you know, kind of take a flashback to the big picture. And if you've never done this, this is something you need to do. And you will probably pretty certainly need to work with a coach on this. So give me a call um, because a lot of people cannot get this to this themselves. I know even though I kind of knew my why, I couldn't get down to the heart of it, to the nitty gritty of it, to the point where it just drove me to tears, because uh, tears of joy and passion more than anything, um, until I had the hope and, and help, until I enlisted the help of a, a coach to to help me find that. And once I did, boy, I'll tell you what, everything changed for me. My, motiva- my motivation changed. My level of passion for my business changed. And I've always been passionate about helping my clients but um, even that went to a next level and so much more. So think about what will you lose if you don't keep going? What have you got to lose? Okay. If you commit to something just because you should, you'll only look back upon failure. That is another famous Marla Tabaka quote. It's a tweetable. If you commit to something just because you should, You'll only look back upon failure. So know what is making you tick. If you commit to losing weight just because, you know, well, it'll be good for me. I don't like the way I look. It'll be healthier. Then that's not enough. You know, how many people do you know, especially women, for instance, I can, okay, I can think of three people off the top of my head who lost in excess of 30 pounds because their child, their son or daughter were getting married. And they wanted to show up as the mother of the bride or the mother of the groom looking spectacular. So they lost the weight. That was their motivation. You have to have something you're passionate about. If you're single and you feel like you need to lose weight, you know, start daydreaming about what it would be like to have that perfect significant other. Not that there's such thing as perfect, but you know what I mean. So start to find the passion. And if it's your business, dig down to, and I call this the vision beyond the vision for a reason, right? Because it's not necessarily got anything to do with your business. Maybe your business vision is one thing and your vision around wanting to grow your business is a whole different thing. Okay. It might be related to um, contributing to the greater good, and uh, or it might be related to helping a certain sector of the po- of the population achieve something that um, not many achieve in that in that sector of the population. You know, it, it has to be something that just touches home. So think back upon your life story and find those moments or those years in your life where things might have been tough or things were f- amazing and you want to help people who are in a similar situation climb out of the tough part or experience that amazing part whatever it is and again call me I can help you get to this so we also have number two so number one was determine your motivating force your as I call it vision beyond the vision when we get back from this break we're going to take a look at the people you surround yourself with And 
you know, who is maybe toxic energy that is draining you and who has the kind of energy that you need to share and tap into because I'll tell you what, that is important. So during this break, give a thought to that. Kind of list the people that you hang out the most with, whether it's your spouse and your kids or your parents or your best friends or your significant other. Think about it and think about their energy. Rate it from one to five. Really low energy that drains you is a one and really great energy that just helps you to feel and helps you to be is a number five. So give a thought to that during the break and you can always reach me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. Visit my website at the same MarlaTabaka.com. Now we'll be back from this break in just a couple of minutes. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success, more stability, more happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smart strategies and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. This is the Tokinet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Are you ready to start rocking that woohoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woohoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boohoo and turn it into woohoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do. In love, life, and business, she is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we are here in the beginning of 2015 to learn how you can hang on to that little bit of motivation and inspiration that you found over the holidays. So number one was determine your motivating force or what I call the vision beyond the vision. You've heard it called your big why. And uh, this one is really, really critical too. And it's even more 
difficult, okay? But it's really important. So I asked you to, during break, think about the people you hang out with and what their energy levels are like. And I don't mean as much, well, physical energy is a part of it, but the things they say and do, the things they ask you, the the way they do or don't listen to you, um, those are the kinds of things that are important. Do they whine? Do they complain? Do they, are they always in a bad place? Okay. So if you feel tired, uninspired, even like giving up, I'm challenging you right here and now to examine the mindset of those around you, those people you hang out with. Do those conversations with these closer companions renew your energy or drain it or keep it neutral? Okay. Do the people you have in your life who, you know, can engage in stimulating conversation, are they, are they, first of all, do you have people like that? And secondly, are they someone that you access often enough? You know, for taking a page from my own book here, I know myself well enough to know that if I don't get out and talk to a peer, not a client, not that my clients aren't, you know, peers, but, you know, someone I'm not helping, okay? If I don't get out and talk to a, an entrepreneur or someone I find very inspiring, very motivational, quite often, okay, and we're talking like once a week or so, if I don't have a conversation with somebody like that, I can start to feel deflated because I work from my home office. I'm in this company. Well, I have my assistants and such, but, you know, I'm the key core member of my business. And so I need that stimulation. So what do you need? What do you need to talk about? What kind of inspiration do you need? What kind of motivation do you need? And who do you need it from? Make sure that you've got those people in your life. You know, as human beings, we give energy and we receive energy and inspiration. So you have to make sure there's a balance. Everything is about balance in life. And so you have to make sure that you're receiving as much or even more than you're handing out, okay? Because sometimes that scale, it decreases for you. You go down, you're not receiving as much, and sometimes you're receiving more. So it balances out. Just make sure to keep it over the long haul to keep it balanced. So what do you do if you have folks in your life? And we talked about this. We touched on this in last week's show as well. You know, you really need to evaluate how you interact with them or whether or not you interact with them at all. And, um, you know, there again, a good coach can help you figure that out and help you to figure out what to do. But I'll give you this one, this one clue that oftentimes I get, I get spouses, you know, and they come to me for coaching and they say, I love my wife or I love my husband. Uh, but his energy, it, it's just, he's not supportive. He can drain me or she can complain a little too much or whatever. She doesn't understand what I'm trying to do here. Because remember, entrepreneurs are very, very passionate people. And if your spouse or significant other doesn't have that going for them, then they're not going to understand. And so, you know, they come in thinking, gosh, I don't know what to do. I don't want this relationship to end. And yet it's no longer good for me. And sometimes those relationships do end. But oftentimes when you make a change within yourself, that other person will respond to the change. 
Okay, so you've got to try to do something different other than what you have been trying to do to to bring that energy um, up in your relationship. So the only thing you have control over really is yourself. So you start making positive change in yourself and it will help that energy to either go up and become strong and wonderful and supportive or not. And when you and that's a good thing because when you get to that bridge, you gotta know if you want to cross it or not. Okay, this relationship just I've done everything and it's not gonna change. You gotta figure out what to do. So yeah, sometimes it can actually mean leaving an important relationship behind. And that's not easy, but you know, if you if you're truly passionate and you have this vision beyond the vision that is your life, then you have to take inventory of the energy of the people around you. So number three, okay, this is more um, productivity fashioned tip. Okay, get your thoughts organized. Okay, let's look at this. You sit down in front of the computer, you've got two hours till you have to leave for your next appointment or take your next phone call or, or, or whatever. Okay. And you know that you're working on this project and you've got to get something done on this project or you have any number of projects that you could choose from. What happens? Oh my goodness. When I'm working on a big project, nothing zaps my energy more than an overstimulated, cluttered mind. And for me, that can go one of two directions. Either I have too much on my mind and I don't know where to start. We're going to talk more about that in in tip number four. Or I just get overwhelmed. Now, this is an easy state for entrepreneurs to fall into because we're so full of ideas and strategies and ways to go about achieving those ideas. Your mind can go in a million directions, right? Does that sound familiar to you? And all of them seem viable at the time. How many good ideas do you have? And then break it down further. How many good ideas do you have about implementing that good idea? Oh, Moses, it just gets crazy. So collect these thoughts by talking through your desired outcome and what you've done so far and what your options are for moving forward. And of course, your coach is the most perfect place to do this in one of your coaching sessions. It's a great resource. And I'd always be happy to help you with that. And sometimes, sometimes, and this is true for me often, not always, but very often, it just takes a willing ear of a patient friend. And once I start talking about, okay, I'm overwhelmed, I'm doing this, oh, this this group coaching program, and this is the way I want it to look, but oh my gosh, I could do this or I could do that. I'm not sure if I should do that. And I'm not sure. And I'll just talk it through. And I find she doesn't even really have to contribute. My friends don't even really have to contribute. They can just listen to me and maybe ask some leading questions here and there. And bam, I've got my answers. And I've got it all organized. And that's what you want to do. You want to, instead of sitting behind that computer feeling cluttered and overwhelmed, you want to organize your thoughts. Okay. Number four is on a very similar note, but it's a little different. Once you get your thoughts organized, you want to move that process from your head to an organized list. Okay. So yeah, you know how it goes. You're determined to make some headway today. You're going to make those sales calls. You're going to work on that project. You're going to start writing that content. You're going to do whatever is next. And and you've got two hours to make a dent in your project. But you sit down 
and you're not sure where to begin. Well, let's see. I, 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 I suppose I should do these sales calls, but like, who do I call them? What do I say? You know, what do I do? Where do I get these names from? So what do you do instead? You get lost in social media, right? Or some other distraction, right? Yeah, you know, welcome to the world. And and that's, you know, something that people can easily do when they're not organized. So detailed lists outlining your next steps can eliminate this temptation. Break down your goals into little bite-sized chunks, manageable chunks, and always refer to your list before you get to work. Better yet. You got this list, right? Now schedule time. This is called time chunking. And I would love for you to go to my website and download my gift to you. It is an absolutely free offer. It's a whole program on productivity. And it's a recording and a workbook. And I offer you some worksheets on how to organize your list and your time. And I talk all about this at great length. So this time chunking thing is... Oh my goodness, it's just a lifesaver. I can't even tell you. So many clients do this and it works for so many. For some uh, who are really, really scattered or overwhelmed, we have to go back to working on the emotional stuff. And that's a good a good sign. If this doesn't work, then typically it's because you have some other things to work on. So time chunking. So let's say um, you want to grow your business by 24%. We're going to back up from there and say, okay, what do you need to do? What are the marketing venues you've got? What What's your marketing um, plan look like? Let's break that out. And let's just say that in your marketing plan, you want to rewrite some content on your website. Okay, so now you've got that. And maybe you want to spend X hours a week doing some some phone calling and emailing and maybe X hours a week in social media making connections. Okay, you need to break these things down. Steps. You know, what pages need to be rewritten? What will those look like? What do I need to research first? And then schedule each of those into your calendar, like an appointment you would make with a great, great prospect or a client, okay? And you never, unless it's a dire emergency, as in someone needs to go to the hospital, you never break those dates with yourself. And you have that list of very specific tasks in front of you, and you just do it. The more specific you can get on your list, the less your mind will be inclined to go another direction. So again, I'll, as always, give you an example from my life, a very, you know, simple example. You know, I write obviously for Inc. Magazine, and that is very, very important to me because I want to reach out and reach millions of people. And Inc. is one of the best venues for me to do that. And so my Friday mornings are sacred. Don't ever try to find me on a Friday morning because you won't. <laughs> and and that's that's an example of time chunking. Friday mornings are always devoted to writing my ink column, always, for years and years and years. And I think maybe I've broken that rule once or twice, and I've done it by pre-writing my column, not by foregoing it, okay? Very disciplined because I have that practice in place. Um, you know, Monday mornings is for doing my social media for my ink column and pulling this, the last minute things on this show together and coming to you, you know, prepared. So time chunk 
It is amazing. Again, go to MarlaTabaka.com, and on the right-hand column, you're going to see a productivity product, and it says save up to 40% of your time. And you will, you will, if you listen to that product and you actually do the work, you will buy back 40% of your time. It's amazing. We're going into break. I've got a few more tips for you coming back. This is Marla Tabaka. I'll be with you in a moment. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Familia, faith, identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoda, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the Wow Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. This is the Tokenet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. 
And so we want to get your mojo back or keep it going, and whichever the case is for you. And hopefully these tips are helping you to, to learn how to be more productive and how to keep it going, how to keep that motivation going, because goodness knows we can't do much without it. So let's go. All right. So tip number five is uh, hopefully you've tried this already and you may have forgotten about it. Maybe it's something you don't do often enough. But if you haven't tried it, oh my goodness, you got to try this, okay? Renew your creativity with a mind map. Have you ever heard of mind mapping? Listen up. If you keep your ideas and all of the options around them in your head, it's really difficult to tap into more expansive thinking. So you're limiting yourself, okay? So your brain can efficiently manage only so much information before that information becomes nothing more than clutter, okay? Ever feel that overwhelmed, that cluttered brain that, oh, you know, I'm stuck? Yeah. Well, when you find yourself feeling overwhelmed or confused about how to get from point A to point B, you want to create a mind map, Okay, and I'm going to talk more about what that is. But the the benefit, one of the most powerful benefits that I find in mind mapping is that when you do one, it not only organizes the mess in your brain, but it also brings out that expansiveness, that creative thinking. It brings out your resourcefulness. It reminds you of resources that you have because we are all at least partially visual. And the mind thinks in pictures when you dream and such. You think in pictures. So not that a mind map is pictures necessarily, um, but it gets the information out into a visual form. So here's what you want to do if you don't already know how to mind map. Now, if you are totally a digitally... Um, adept person and, and, and that's just how you operate and you want to do everything digital, there are mind mapping softwares out there and some of, of them are free and, and they're wonderful. So you can do this on your computer. Here's the issue with that for me is we know now that when you put yourself into something, meaning you write or you draw or express yourself in creativity, that it really, really taps into that creative right side of the brain. When you're behind the computer, unfortunately, that doesn't necessarily always happen. So I am an advocate of the good old-fashioned mind map. Break out a big, huge piece of paper or a whiteboard. I have a whiteboard. I mind map so much that I have a whiteboard right here in my office, and um, I do everything on it. And so let's say uh, you want to write a book, okay? So you put the title of the book or the working title of the book in the middle, And then you draw a line from that title and you say, okay, what do I want people to know? You're starting from scratch here, okay? What do I want people to know? And then you just keep drawing lines. I want them to know this. I want to help them understand that. My goal is this. And just keep drawing lines out from the middle of the paper. And then when you come on something like, okay, for instance, for me and my book, I want people to understand how to, just like this show, how to improve their mindset. Well, what are some of the common um, myths that we tell ourselves? What are the things that I've run across in all my years of coaching that helps when people change? And so I drew a line from improving mindset down and I started listing those things. So look it up. Um, 
in my article over at Inc., I have actually linked to one of my other articles about mind mapping, and you'll be able to learn more, more there. But it is extremely, extremely powerful. Now, you can also mind map a very small project. You can mind map, you know, like I've mind mapped the chapters in my book, and I have mind mapped just um, parts of the chapters of the book I'm writing. So, you know, you can break it down into small, small chunks or do a big master mind map. And it's, it's fun, it's engaging, it is amazing. And then just a little tip, uh, what I do, because this is a whiteboard, right, is I take a picture of that with my smartphone and then I have a digital, um, copy of it and you can print out that digital copy or you can keep it on your phone as a reminder. You can now make lists from it. You can do whatever is going your style in moving forward, whatever is going to help you to actually create a plan from that mind map. But give it a try, boy. It's it's extremely powerful. All right, here we are, number six of seven. Whew, always have a plan B. I love this quote, so I hope you find inspiration in these words from Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison said, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Don't you love that? I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. That's amazing because it's all a numbers game, right? Everything in life is a numbers game. If you find 10,000 ways that something doesn't work, you're, you're, you're going to strike gold on 10,001, right? So you got to have a plan B and be prepared to change course in the light of the unexpected. This doesn't mean that you're giving up on a great idea or it doesn't mean that you're giving up on the process to achieve the idea. It means that you're destined to find another idea or another process that's even better than the one you started with. Okay, so I want to tell you a story here to really drive this point home. I was once, I once coached a woman who had a cosmetics line. Well, it wasn't cosmetics. It was like a facial regime line, but she had cosmetics coming down the, down the pike. And she was waiting until the perfect time, till she had absolutely everything together to launch this whole line of these wonderful organic products from the Amazon. You know, just, Oh my gosh, it was massive and complex. And I said, Whoa, whoa, back up. How do you even know people want this? Well, because I use them and they're amazing. Well, you may think they're amazing, but what, do, what about other people? How do you know they want, you know, and so she realized that launching uh, the whole line was just not a good idea. So we launched one product. We launched the core product. And I'll tell you what, she would have lost everything had she launched the entire line because she learned things, mistakes, problems, issues that she would have not been able to correct had she launched the entire line. So the product was actually withdrawn from the market, right? No harm, no foul. It, you know, it was a small marketplace at that time for her because she hadn't really developed a big following. And she redid a lot of the things that she learned she needed to do. So was she giving up? No, she just found a way to do it better by starting small. So have a plan B in place. Always, always, always. Okay. My last one here. I just love this one. And I know it's easier said than done. And, and I know that we all need support, me included, in doing this. But it is, don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. The Dalai Lama 
was once asked what surprised him most about humanity. And his answer was simply man. And when asked why, he said, well, because he sacrifices his health in order to make money. Then he sacrifices money to recuperate his health. And then he's so anxious about the future that he does not enjoy the present. The result being that he does not live in the present or the future. He lives as if he is never to die and then dies having never really lived. Wow. That is powerful, isn't it? And and so let go of that anxious thinking. And I talked about that last week as well. These are all connected topics here. There's a difference. There's a big difference between seeing the big picture and being well prepared and worrying about every possible problem before it even exists. So go ahead, take those calculated risks and focus your energy on preparedness, not anxiety-provoking worry. And this carries over into your your personal thoughts too. Um, Okay, here's an example. I always try to draw an example for you. Last night, my daughter had a date, and she was driving two and a half hours to go to a concert, and it was snowing and incredibly windy. And I made a comment to a friend in the morning, and I said, oh, gosh, you know, Lauren and her date are going to be driving two and a half hours in this weather. Um, That's unfortunate. Well, my friend just got so concerned, oh, they should take the train, they should take Amtrak, and they should do this, and then maybe they should rent a a, a four-wheeler or whatever, you know, a front drive, whatever. And she went on and on and on. And you know what? My attitude was, don't worry, be prepared. Like I said, there's a difference between being well-prepared, that preparedness, and worrying about every possible problem before it exists. So take calculated risks. I didn't worry about my daughter because I knew that, I know that she's smart enough to know if something is too much of a risk. And she would be smart enough to try and find alternative means of transportation if, if she wanted to, or just to stay home. I was just making an observation. So remember that. Let go of the anxious feeling and anxious thinking and just spend your time observing and being and you will be such a better person for it. So so how do you maintain your motivation? I would love to hear from you and and just give me some insights on, on what works for you because you never know what material is great for a future ink article or a future million dollar mindset radio show. So go ahead and contact me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. And uh, let me know what works for you or let me know what issues you're having around your productivity and your motivation and, um, and, and let's see where it goes from there. So again, for the one through seven steps that we just outlined today here, you'll find those at inc.com slash author slash Marla Tabaka. And the name of this particular article, I believe, is something like seven ways to keep your motivation to do anything. All right. So when we come back, we're going to talk about those habits of highly motivated, successful people to see where you can pick up some nuggets and maybe create some change yourself. We'll be right back. 
Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. is it that most men don't like Christmas shopping? Evolutionary psychologist Daniel Kruger from the University of Michigan explains it this way. In our ancestral cultures, men were the hunters. So when they find something they want, whether it's an elk or a pair of shoes, they want to shoot it and get out before it gets away. Women, by contrast, were the primary gatherers. So they feel a need to check every berry on the bush to make sure they're snapping up the best deal. What's a word for a person who loves to shop? And only a maniac. Many men turn into quaddlers when we drag them to the mall. A quaddler is another name for someone who grumbles. Of course, right around December 24th, all those quaddlers turn into charretters. Those are people who wait until the last minute to find gifts. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and Words You Never Heard has been brought to you by the Bariatric Surgery Center of Dallas. Want to get a contact high? Tune in for fun, inspiration, and motivation every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo. Get inspired and motivated by a fun-loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life. With your high on life coach, Audra Irwin. Each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And so I hope you're feeling motivated. I hope you're feeling hopeful about ways to maintain that motivation. You know, let's let's um, look at these observations I have about some highly motivated people. You know, you might know them as the people you look at or listen to and wonder, man, how do they do it? What keeps them going? Don't they ever have a bad day? Well, of course they do. Of course they have bad days, but they quickly make them better days. And so I wanted to outline some of their habits and their ways of thinking for you. And here's my request for you. Do not walk away from this show feeling bad about yourself if you don't engage in some of these thought patterns and habits, okay? This is called the Million Dollar Mindset because we want to take your mindset to a place where you could auction it off easily for a million dollars or more if that were ever possible, okay? So what you want to do is just just choose two or three things that you can improve upon or, or kind of initiate out of this list. And you want to begin with a great shot of self-confidence because um, certainly highly motivated people have great confidence in their own abilities, now, sure, that confidence may ebb from time to time, but they're very quick to regain their confidence. Very, very quick. 
they can dream of endless possibilities and tend to be extremely satisfied with their lives. So they're more likely to receive a raise at work or, or land that dream project or dream client. They can stay in relationships longer and, and, and just the list goes on and on because they're confident and because of these things. Now, remember above we talked about that vision beyond the vision. Here's another way to look at it. Motivated people are internally motivated. They don't look to an outside source. Um, sure, you need those boosts. You need those shots in the arm. You need to go to places like maybe a Brendan Burchard boot camp or something like that. But these people are internally motivated. There's that intrinsic desire to be the be- their best selves and succeed and and move forward. They're they're just, they're not pushed by someone else. Okay. They love new adventures and the unfolding journey and the possible outcomes. And they really relish challenging themselves and learning and exploring more. Okay. I love this Confucius quote, the will to win, the desire to succeed, the urge to reach your full potential. These are the keys that will unlock the door to personal excellence. So you got to find those, that desire, that vision beyond the vision has to be there. Okay. I've noticed that successful people who are highly motivated, man, they don't want to waste their time judging others. They really don't. They objectively observe the successes and mistakes of others, and they learn from them instead of judging or comparing themselves. They just don't waste their time with judgmental, gossipy people, okay, or engage in those judgmental, gossipy thoughts and processes. It is what it is. That's one of my favorite sayings. You are who you are. It is what it is. You know, you're welcome to your thoughts and and, and such and boy I'm going to hang on to my own thank you very much (laughs) and and another thing I notice is that they're often at least in public when I'm talking to them they're often quite humble they're willing to admit making a mistake and they're willing to apologize the greatest leaders know when it's time for an apology Uh, as I said on last week's show you let go of that ego boy let go of that arrogance and be willing to be who you are and be human and treat others in the same way. All right. They're optimistic. You know, they look at the upside of things. Instead of focusing on what's not working and their bad experiences, which so many of us tend to do, they instead focus on what is working and their successes. And they find themselves... Um, they, they find themselves in positions sometimes of overthinking, of course, like all of us do, but can automatically flip that switch and think about the things they did do right or that are going right. And uh, I'm going to pat myself on the shoulder here a little bit and say that's one of the things I am awesome at because no matter what my life situation is at the time, and trust me, please, I have been in some pretty dire, awful, even tragic and traumatic situations. But no matter what, I can always, you know, find something better to think about. I can always think about what is going right. And, you know, break out there those tools. There are tools to help you do that. And uh, it's, it's, it's an important survival technique, if nothing else, but it will help you to be more successful. Absolutely. Be authentic. Okay. You know, you're not here just to, you know, live your lives to solely please others, but you want to be true to yourself too. And you want to 
be honest and have some integrity and understand your values. And whatever those values are, you want to live by them. Okay. Here's one that's challenging because we talked about change earlier, you know, pushing beyond that comfort zone, that comfort zone that gets very, very mightily uncomfortable. Extraordinarily motivated people face discomfort head on. Okay, they don't choose the easy route to bypass discomfort. Now, they may choose an easy route when it's smart, but not just because, oh, they're afraid of doing it the other way. Okay, they push themselves out of that comfort zone, out of that place where they're used to living in. And and we all have a comfort zone and they work to get rid of those those limiting voices, those head gremlins, as I call them, they trust their abilities and they know they'll come out on top. So there goes that confidence again. So if you're stuck, find small ways to push out of your comfort zone. Okay. I suggested to a client the other day that she, she find a meetup. Okay. And she goes to a meetup or she starts attending some, some charity functions or something like that, because those are things she's never done and makes her slightly uncomfortable. And, uh, so find small ways. I mean, some people go crazy all out. Peter Shankman from help a reporter out, you know, some years ago, he found that he needed to push beyond his comfort zone. So he took up skydiving and now today he's still known for his skydiving antics. So, you know, some people go really far out, but, you know, figure out what's, what's realistic for you and just push right just a little bit beyond that point. Okay. Here's a really important one. Successful people stay motivated by continuing to learn. They read a lot. They observe a lot. They're always watching and searching for something new, more efficient, faster, better, more fun, more exciting. They understand that in order to grow as a person, they must continue to learn. So read those books. If you're an entrepreneur, read those books on business. Read those entrepreneur leadership, entrepreneurial leadership books. Um, and yes, the, the self-help books too. Whatever area you feel like growing in, hey, pick an area and go. Okay. Don't give up and know what you want. Just know what you want. Never say never. I watched a segment the other day online. It was a segment from like 2020 or something about a young gal. It was a long, beautiful story. But in summary, she was born with no legs and she was given up by her parents immediately. They couldn't take that challenge. And she became a world-class gymnast, not in Special Olympics, a world-class gymnast, okay, that was her dream from when she was little. She had no legs. And I'm talking not even prostheses, okay? Her parents, her, her, the parents who raised her had a rule in their house, and that was never say I can't. Never say I can't. So that's an important one. You always want to take time to take care of yourself. And again, we touched on this one last week, so I won't go deeply into it. But you got to stay on top of your game. And to do that, you have to find rewards. You have to find ways to refresh and renew yourself. You have to take care of yourself. Okay. We talked about who you hang out with. Very, very important. And um, something that everybody needs to take inventory of at least once a year, okay? And again, it doesn't mean I'm telling you to give up your best friend, but maybe reestablish a different kind of relationship with that person. And this one's, this one's a big one, too, for me. Um, 
I hear people blaming others and I hear people blaming the economy and I hear people just placing blame on even customers. It's amazing. And that's something you just never want to do. Okay. If you're blaming others, you've put yourself in a position where others can influence the outcome for you. And that's not necessarily a smart thing to do. Okay. So, you know, have control of your game, but don't be controlling. Never blame others for your failures. Understand that ultimately you are alone and in charge of your actions and your choices. No one else is in charge of your actions and your choices. No one can make you feel anything. You choose to feel something, okay? You can be with a person that you're madly in love with and yet be so closed off and so guarded because of past hurtful experiences that you don't feel that love. I, I've I've known people who've been like that where they finally take the walls down. They're like, wow, this is amazing, okay? So... No one can make you feel anything. No one can make you fail. Take responsibility and, uh, you know, just step into who you really are. Those are my best words of advice for today. I think just embrace who you really are and always, always improve upon it. Go forward with confidence. I have an amazing technique called the Emotional Freedom Techniques, also known as tapping. EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques, tapping. And if you're really and truly lacking confidence or you're always feeling angry with yourself or others or you have a memory or an event in your life or a way of thinking in your life that has been there for a long time, maybe even always, the Emotional Freedom Techniques, EFT tapping, are amazing. I call them my mini miracle sessions and some have seemed like more than a mini miracle, trust me. Um, Just amazing for moving beyond those thought processes and those things that keep you stuck, those belief systems, those um, failures, if you will, that you can't get over. And um, give me a call about it or look it up on the internet, whatever you do. Look into it and move yourself forward a little bit. You can do that. Commit to change for 2015 in a very, very positive direction. Now, you may not be in a bad place. And so perhaps these are all just reminders for you, but they're really important reminders. So I love to hear from you. Reach out to me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. You'll find me over at Inc. Magazine, Inc.com. You can just search my name. And of course, here on Million Dollar mindset on TogiNet Radio every single week. And so I look forward to hearing from you for show ideas or questions or whatever you got for me. I love hearing from you. This is Marla Tabaka and may you start this new year in a very happy and joyous mindset. We'll see you next week. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if